and welcome to Just the Jew of Us, uh, a guide to Judaism for whoever. I is that I don't think that's our official that's tagline. Thank you. Uh, so I am uh, Ross Wiseman. And I'm Alyssa Epstein. And we're not Jewish experts. We're just Jewish. <laughs> we're, like, we're not Jewish. <laughs> and I was like, what is this What going? a plot twist. <laughs> uh, well, it's actually interesting that you say we're not Jewish because what we're going to be discussing, what I'm going to be telling you about today is conversion. Um, so, Alyssa, do you have any uh, do you have any experience with conversion? So I once saw a conversion. Like You saw one? Okay. <laughs> the water. Yeah. The mikvah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I saw that because in my um, getting confirmed in 10th grade, uh, they're like, we're, we're going to do something special. You guys are going to see this. So we all like stood around. I didn't know. I had been going to the synagogue since I was like three years old. I had no clue. We had like the pool in the synagogue. Like mm-hmm. this was such like well, a. It is not a pool. So okay. just to specify. So if somebody <laughs> is trying to angrily tweet at us. Yeah. They know. Um, this um, body of water. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. In the synagogue. And I was like, my mind was blown. I was, I, how the kids say shooketh. And we stood around. And yeah, I was, that's basically my only experience with it. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll be talking about mikvahs a little bit later, but also according to uh, dictionary.com, it is a bath in which certain Jewish ritual uh, purifications are performed. So you could call it a bath. Do not call it a pool. There you go. I remember. um, There's no lifeguard except for God. (laughs) <laughs> I can't tell if that's profound or dumb. just dumb. <laughs> I remember the woman converting. Her name was Mary. And I was like, you're going to have to change it. <laughs> you got to do the whole thing. And we change I think, it to Rebecca. That's a safe. That's Jewish pretty good. Name. Rachel, Rebecca. Um, we as a classic, we each wrote a letter to her. And to, it was like to her, to, I, to her, to, oh, Mary. to the to the mikvah. Okay, yeah, I it think. was basically like. Welcome to the club. <laughs> like I think. I, oh, like, so joked. you saw Mary convert? Yeah. And so you were kind of giving her a congratulatory yeah. message. Yeah. That's kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I went on like, and we'll get to conversion in just a second. But that reminds me that I went to, um, this uh Jewish nature retreat when I was in mm-hmm. sixth grade, and we'll talk about it. I guess during the the uh, circumcision yeah, episode. Yeah. I was just like, what? But Jewish nature. <laughs> yeah, that's also a whole nother. Well, actually, I, I actually have somebody who would be perfect for that episode. But um, so we there was a circumcision that was happening during our trip. Mm-hmm. So we sang a song to the baby. That's cute. It was weird. <laughs> um, but you know, it's not weird conversion. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just uh, and we'll we'll of course always give this uh just preamble that mm-hmm. we are not experts nope. uh we are using jewish sources and kind of finding whatever information we can but if you are more curious and for more information reach out to us but of course you can always contact your local rabbi or jewish center if yeah. there is one near you knock on the door knock on the door right please be nice uh, <laughs> uh so i think uh so obviously in judaism um i think the idea is that most people are born into it or it's, you know, mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago, people kind of refound their Judaism because, you know, like in history, people have to keep uh, suppressing their Judaism, which is no fun. But um, uh, according to a Pew Research uh, study uh, a couple years ago, they surveyed 3,500 American Jews and about one and a half percent identified as converts. So okay. um, I'm not really sure really in terms of other religions, in terms of uh, Islam or Christianity or Catholicism, what conversion, their conversion process is like, if there is mm-hmm. really 
a formal one because I I've never really had the desire to convert to another uh, yeah. religion. I'm satisfied. Yeah, I'm like it fits. You. I, <laughs> I'm happy that yeah. I, w- I, took, I would like, not do well in a Catholic mass. <laughs> I don't know if it was like a Buzzfeed test or what it was, but it's like what religion actually fits you? That, that seems like a Buzzfeed? very dicey Buzzfeed. Maybe quiz. it wasn't Buzzfeed, <laughs> but it was like in that kind of style. Sure. And I got Judaism, so I was like, great, <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> There's like, because like, there's always the one uh, question that really like tips you over. And the yeah, like one would be like, do you like latkes? I'm like, yeah. What do you call smoked salmon? And the one <laughs> answer is, what is smoked salmon? Do you mean lox? Because that's a different thing, even though it's the same thing. So yeah, so not uh, not a whole lot of people convert, uh, identify as converts, according mm-hmm. to this research poll. Um, another uh, survey from 2011 by the UJA Federation of New York um, found about that same number of converts, but also 5% said that they were born outside of Judaism, but identify as Jewish now mm-hmm. without really having a formal conversion process. Okay. And yeah. I've, I've met a couple people in my life that are more like that, where it's, I'm not, I haven't gone through the process yet, but throughout my life, I've kind of strayed away from my um, birth religion and kind of found solace in Judaism. Hmm. I wonder if that's like, if they grew up with a lot of Jewish friends and it was like, oh, like, I feel a connection towards that. Yeah. And I I think some people even just stumble upon it. Uh, like, you know, some people experiment with their sexuality in college. Mm-hmm. Other Others, uh, I mean, a lot of people explore what their faith means. And I have a, a friend of mine, Colin, if you're listening, um, he uh, kind of fell in love with uh, my Jewish summer camp mm-hmm. and kind of all of the Hillel stuff. And so he ended up um, just kind of uh, he, I think he has started the conversion process. I don't know if he's finished yet. But um, uh, Alyssa, I want you to guess, what do you think the reasons are that people convert in general, but I mean, I guess Ooh. more specifically to Judaism? Um, and you cannot use the answer uh, to get ahead in the entertainment industry. <laughs> um, we have wait. fun here on Just the Jew of Us. Darn. Uh, I guess, I mean, I guess it depends on the denomination that you're in but maybe to that's get that's a good married. that's a that's a that's a good instinct yeah so um, um let me keep going sure <laughs> the food <laughs> the food sure i so i have um, i have three uh three reasons listed so you have food you have to get married and, and um i guess like w- if you like to complain about things but <laughs> Cool. No. So one real answer and two stereotype answers. I can't think of it. That was the only. Okay. That's the just the Jew of us. Or promise. maybe if you want to become a rabbi. Okay. Can that? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, um, so y- you had a good instinct to say that it depends on the denomination. So, um, one of the main reasons that people convert is for love or marriage. So a third of Orthodox conversions are uh, due to love, and about two thirds of conservative ones. And uh, conversion isn't necessary for uh, more uh, liberal uh, denominations of Judaism. So that's reform or reconstructionist. Mm -hmm. Though I found out that about half of reform rabbis won't officiate interfaith marriages. Wow. I'm not exactly sure the reason. I think it is just because like the specificity of the prayers and um, that whole thing that gets muddled up with, oh, like, is your mother Jewish or Mm -hmm. things like that, which that's a whole nother episode in itself that I discovered while researching for this one. Um, So love is a big reason. Another reason is in general spirituality. So that's kind of uh, like what I was saying with people experimenting in college (laughs) in a way of, oh, just Judaism is nice. Like I've uh, I've dated a couple. Actually, I think I've only dated one non-Jew. And we uh, I was telling him about different Jewish practices and he was like, oh, that sounds very pleasant. Yeah. 
and I couldn't convert him, so I had to say, <laughs> bye-bye, bozo. Now, we broke up for uh, other better, better reasons. That's another um, episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's another episode. Why did I uh, uh, leave that relationship? Um, uh, but another one, which I think is also similar to what you were talking about, mm-hmm. is people convert sometimes because they're already in the community. So, right. for example, if you're in an interfaith marriage or you're raising children in a Jewish way, some people just kind of want to take that last step to be official, even though they kind of already identify uh, with Jewish people in this. Yeah. Like my I have neighbors and their uh, background is like Italian and Spanish and they feel like very connected to the Jewish community. And I yeah, like their mom uh, is currently like dating a Jewish guy. And she, like she kind of like brought her kids up. It's like find a nice Jewish man. And it's yeah, they just are really like. I don't know. Like it's it's a very, um, I guess, like trivial level of being into it culturally. Just like oh, find a Jewish man, but like yeah, but it's kind I don't of know. Like they surra- they want to be like more into it without, I guess, having to convert before for sure. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if she'd ever, uh, if the mom would ever convert, but I feel like she might. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like a thing of like oh, I'm already doing all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I might as well make it official. Yeah, kind of like if you're seeing somebody exclusively but you haven't like just mm-hmm. been just made yourself like facebook official or something it's like facebook oh we should official. just do that <laughs> <laughs> i hated myself for saying that um but actually i found something really interesting so a lot of this uh that i that i read about i found from haaretz which is mm-hmm. um an israeli newspaper so um i i they seem to be pretty unbiased because i could i kind of fact check this with um another source um and i also used uh wikipedia and myjewishlearning.com so uh if you want to learn more based on what i'm finding then go check them out but um on my jewish learning i found this interesting uh passage from the talmud which is uh, a jewish text uh of kind of morality and laws i guess because yeah. it's, it's kind of like interpretation of laws um from the torah and so uh potential converts are asked um, why should you be? Why should you wish to become a proselyte? Do you not know that the people of Israel at the present time are persecuted and oppressed, despised, harassed, and overcome by afflictions? Hmm. Which I thought was interesting. So um, I'll talk about it a little bit later. But that's a question that's asked by the Beit Din with it, which is Jewish court. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know any of this. AKA Judge Jewy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, but I think that's really interesting that in the conversion process, part of it is like. <laughs> not an uh, like are you sure you want to proceed but it's kind yeah. of like it why do you want to have this potentially mm-hmm. be like a mark on your shoulder it is interesting i feel like i thought about this before like in other religions maybe like more so you see in like christianity where like mission trips and like the whole point of a mission trip is to convert and to yeah baptize sorry if i'm getting this stuff wrong no, we, but, like, we just watched the join- righteous gemstones <laughs> last <laughs> night so we but know i guess they were being baptized cause yeah it was in a pool <laughs> it was in a wave pool mm-hmm. um but i feel like because i like they try to like spread the word of god and like this is seen like all throughout history like yeah just spreading it all across the world for sure um but then i guess with judaism it's never like oh we got to go out and get more people like that's never been really like a sentiment yeah it's kind um, of a thing that i think jews are always you know trying to um like uh, not even convert people like <laughs> but because uh, it's like you know obviously um I think I saw an uh, an article a little while ago that we are currently we've like just gotten back to like pre-Holocaust levels oh, wow. of yeah. Jews. So it's just like, oh, we lost, you know, 70 years mm-hmm. um, of Jewish progress. So I think 
there's that whole mindset of like, oh, marry Jewish and have a lot of Jewish babies. But still there is that burden of, oh, people in the world still despise Jews from centuries old mythology. But that's, uh, but besides the point of that, um, so I think like you can probably guess and I, I wasn't too surprised at some of the research that I did about like what the actual steps to converting to Judaism are. Mm-hmm. So obviously the uh, like the first step is just isn't like you have like um, lessons at the rabbi. Yeah, so, so that's part of it. So the Do you remember? Um, sure. No, no, no. What's no, up? I was just gonna say the movie Keeping the Faith with um, it's like Jenna oh, Elfman, Ben it, Stiller, and, and Ed Norton. Uh, yes, I do yeah, remember that. That's a whole thing. In it. Yeah, that's a good movie. We oh, should talk about that for the should. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it's a great. Jewish movie podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, so it starts with kind of like quote unquote Jewish one hundred and one. That's kind of how I saw it was described because you can do it at a you can take classes at a synagogue with the rabbi or really any jewish institution i'm sure that if you were a college student you could probably take classes in the religious studies department or if there was a jewish i think uh we both graduated from temple university and i believe that they had a whole yeah uh, jewish section (laughs) which sounds weird but it's good you're saying like as a major yeah 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 um, so I took one class with them and that w- it was a good time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so taking some sort of Jewish classes just so you can learn about Jewish history mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, what it means culturally and religiously to be Jewish. Because uh, when you start going down that rabbit hole, you realize that there's a lot to it. There's a lot of interpretations. There's a lot of just different belief systems on what it means. And it's mm-hmm. like to, a lot. To like quote, to quote Jonathan Van Ness, can you believe cannot <laughs> so, yeah, Jonathan Van Ness famously not Jewish Jonathan Van Ness Gadol Hayasham that I is such a Jewish specific joke and I don't uh, know it like that's the thing so like, Ness Gadol Hayasham those are the the that's what the uh, abbreviation on a dreidel is so it has four oh Hebrew God. letters yeah. and it means uh a, mir- a big miracle happened there in or uh, Jerusalem. Or if you're in Israel, yep. you can get the dreidel that says, a great miracle happened here. And I so you do bought know. a bunch of dreidel. Of course well, you I did. Well, I didn't know the Hebrew. But now you do, and you have no <laughs> excuse. Neskadol Hayasham. Great. Hey, So you know what? This is something that you would learn in Jewish 101, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And so the next part... Which, you know, we don't like to talk about it because it's a little yucky sometimes. Um, if you're if you're a male convert, circumcision. Yeah. So um, I actually did not look this up uh, exactly of if you are doing the process exactly like a child would do. But I believe oh, wow. I'm pretty sure that you would be put under because it is a surgery. And as like a sentient adult, you would have it would feel a lot more painful than like a baby who will forget about it do you get a party do you get a bris sure that's fun i think that would be fun but so i think i think it is more of just like oh going in for a small surgery rather than kind of the tradition like you're not inviting a a rabbi into your house to be like okay (laughs) make me miserable i besides your own have you been to a bris yes at the at the uh the jewish nature center oh you did say that (laughs) i did say that thanks for listening (laughs) No, um, it's, I mean, I guess this could be a future episode, but I remember my brother's breast. I was seven years old and I remember it because it was traumatizing. Yeah, it's no, not, well, it's, it, it's a weird experience because you hear just like, a baby yell. Yeah, it's, I, me and my cousins, we all ran upstairs when it was about to 
occur but it's just weird it's very casual i feel like it's just like people just started eating some deli meats yeah and yeah then you then it happens and you hear a a scream and (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i yeah i no yeah i specifically remember just like waiting in my parents room when that happened yeah for sure yeah it's definitely not a fun thing and i think for the most part but it's a part like that's the weird like that's like a it's like not a, but then I feel like there's like a spin to it. Like there's the celebration aspect. Yeah, because it's, it's, you know, it's a, a celebration of life and that's yeah. kind of the official marker of, mm-hmm. hey, you're in the religion. And, you know, we'll talk more about circumcision when we yeah. inevitably do the circumcision episode. Stay tuned. The big circumcision <laughs> episode. But yeah, so most, I'm assuming most likely that it is you kind of just schedule a surgery and it's like, you yeah. know, a 10 minute surgery, if that. Um, uh, I've gotten tattoos that took longer than a circumcision. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> um, uh, but if you are already circumcised, because especially in the United States, um, I think it's the like statistic a, is like 85 to 90% of men are Yeah, because don't some just do it like at the hospital, like in a non-Jewish way. It's just like, yes. well, uh, do you want it? Because, and uh, uh, I, ca- I think we're just, I just know fun, like you can attest, I don't have notes about circumcision. I just know this. Yeah. But. Um, circumcision became very popular in the United States as a cosmetic thing, and partially because oh. um, Kellogg, who created Kellogg cereal, oh, he's the whole like he anti-masturbation. W- yeah, he thing. thought that if uh, boys were circumcised in, at a young age, and uh, it would, you know, remove some of the nerve ends in the foreskin, and that would cause, um, uh, you know, people to not be as aroused. Right. And it was stupid. He was a he's wild weird. man. But hey, wasn't I love the your whole product. <laughs> well, the whole thing was, um, he thought that the cereal would curb sexual desires Wasn't something that, like, like that. part like he's like oh the grain like yeah a high grain or <laughs> like, high meal something yeah um so there's that but also so if you're already circumcised there's a, a something called an um a hatafat dambrit which means uh ritually drawing a drop of blood so oh. i think like it's just kind of like you know drawing a little bit of blood having a little bit of pain to symbolize officially becoming part of the jewish like community. you will feel much pain from now on <laughs> Welcome. We suffer. Welcome to the Jewish. <laughs> it's like welcome to the jungle. Um, oh, I did not. Okay. Fair enough. So now we're at the Beit Dean. Uh, so the yeah. Beit Dean, uh, Judge Jewy, as we'll call it. Um, so From here on forth. So I, sure. I'm not sure. So we're recording this here in Philadelphia, and I'm not sure if there is like a formal Beit Dean in the city. But traditionally, it's um, uh, a rabbi, one or two rabbis, and two or three. Um, religious folks within the community that aren't ordained they're just like big fans um and so (laughs) they you will kind of go to a panel almost and they'll kind of ask you questions about why you're converting honestly they might give you like a pop quiz of sorts of like who who and uh who's jewish oh i fail no i I no you could just sing uh, adam sandler's hanukkah song oh that's true like uh like it's (laughs) David Lee Roth hey, lights the menorah. <laughs> like with her studying like the bones in the body. Like, can nice. I hum along? Yeah, so when I think of Jews, I like think Hannah of Montana. Hannah Montana. <laughs> Montana, the most Jewish place on earth. Was Oliver Jewish? Did I just assume this? I mean, he does have diabetes, which is does he have- prevalent in the... It was a whole episode of Hannah Montana. If you want us to break that- the premise of this podcast already and do a whole episode about um, uh, Hannah Montana and Oliver having diabetes, <laughs> let us know. But I think I'll, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, diabetes is like very pre- it's very prevalent in the Jewish community. I think it's prevalent in all American communities yeah. just because of diet and stuff. Are you saying type one or type two? He has type one in the show, but okay, I think more I know, Jews have type two. I know, two. A, I know uh, one Jew with type one. 
<laughs> Lucky. <This is> <laughs> So, so after after the Baydeen, so you know, yeah. uh, the person is questioned uh, about their intentions and knowledge. And once the Baydeen gives them the go ahead, mm-hmm. then they go to what uh, Alyssa, what you saw. Um, they go to the mikvah, yeah. which is, like I said, kind of uh, a spiritual bath of sorts. It is not a pool. And the reason I say that is because articles have specified yeah. that you can use a lake or an ocean or a natural body of water if you can't get to a, a mikvah, mm-hmm. but you really cannot use a pool. Like Orthodox, right. 100%, you cannot do it. Very rare exceptions if you're in the middle of like a desert or something and you only have a pool for some <laughs> reason. I think I think, I think think of pool because like the tiling is very yes. similar. It's so like in my head. And but I, I think like, that's just pool. because it's a, a wet room and tile is easy to clean. Yeah, no, not... Definitely. Yeah, and actually, uh, Philadelphia has the oldest mikvah in the United States. Whoa. Which, maybe we'll do a Let's live go. episode <laughs> from the mikvah. Be like, ooh, my toes Be are cold. Be very echoey. <laughs> Great, I like you know it. Those yeah, echoed. I know. Yeah, you know echoes. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of echoes. Um, but yeah, so this is kind of the last step of the formal um, conversion process. So, um, uh, the mikvah kind of has three purposes. It's a spiritual rebirth, so um, I kind of like, I think, any... Um, uh, what's the word? The uh, the ritual bath that we said at the beginning. Baptism. Baptism. Thank you. I just could not remember that word. A shower. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of acts as a baptism of yeah. sorts. So it acts as a spiritual rebirth. Um, it cleanses the convert of quote unquote past misdeeds, and it prepares them for a different future or destiny within the Jewish people. And so once they kind of emerge from the the mikvah and say their prayer, they are officially considered Jewish. Woo. Yeah. Jew. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I, I will say just really quickly um, that, that the process is pretty similar um, uh, for different sects of Judaism. So the one thing that I thought was interesting was that um, Orthodox, so the more um, uh, religious sect of Judaism, mm-hmm. um, they say, and I don't know exactly how common this is, but from the Haaretz article that I read, um, Orthodox tradition says to reject any prospective convert three times to like huh. kind of test to make sure that they really How? want to be a part of it. Is it almost like if you're like trying to get your like your driver's license and you have to wait a certain amount of time after you fail? Or can it be like the next day like, hey, can I please? And they're like, no, no, no. Come back tomorrow. Is it I, like that? I, I mean, I guess that's more of a permit because you have to really schedule a, a, a license test like weeks in advance. Oh, maybe it was two weeks after the permit. I, okay. Yeah, because the permit, Guys, you could, if you failed, failed you could come back. Permit. I succeeded my first permit, but I failed five times before I got my driver's license. I still haven't gotten my driver's license. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, nothing. Uh, there's no stereotypes about Jews not being being able to drive, so it's fine. Yeah, I think. That's but there is a Jewish anxiety thing, and I definitely have anxiety about driving. <laughs> we gotta start pitching future episodes in current episodes. No, it's to keep the audience, audience interested. <laughs> You're right. I was gonna say, like, if we have one, stay tuned. Like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey um, guys. And actually, <laughs> there's. Uh, there is a recent there is a recent development, quote unquote, in um, conversion. So in 1978, um, uh, more reform congregations kind of agreed that, oh, rather than kind of being this kind of orthodox method of like rejecting people and being kind of 
uh, lock and key, we should be opening converts with open arms because yeah, I, that seems like a, like a old like a country club kind of yeah, set of rules. which is ironic for Jews. They don't let Jews in. <laughs> um, That's a recent thing: letting Jews into country clubs. That's an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think that's uh, that's a very. Uh, unique thing that was Judaism. Like, I feel like there wasn't that much of a process for Christianity. Um, There might be a a similar process for Islam. Again, um, if you know about that, please tweet or message us or anything to let us know because I'm curious to learn about that. Um, But so, uh, in 1978, more reformed congregations um, uh, said that we should open, uh, let people that want to be a part of Judaism, let them come with open arms. And uh, more conservative sects, in 2014 decided to follow this notion mm. and so that's so orthodox like even or are you saying conservative i think i think or? orthodox are still a little bit um, now it's just two times yeah <laughs> but i think you know um uh, uh, some of my relatives are orthodox mm-hmm. and like when i talk to them they're perfectly nice but I, they just have a more traditional yeah. view of judaism so i think it's it's also much more of a commitment i think to be a very uh more strict practicing Jew than kind of you and I that are, yeah. we still follow things, but it's more cultural. Yeah. I think the thing I'm strictest about is like, uh, fasting on Yom Kippur and yes. keeping Passover. Cause I'm very like, it's the least, like, I don't know in my mind again, future episode. Um, but I don't know in my mind, I'm like, uh, we as a Jewish people, like we've suffered. So like if I, it's not even suffering, it's just being like hungry for the day or not yeah. eating bread for a week. Exactly. It's so the, it's like if I could experience just like do. a little, it's like, yeah, it's, it's minimum, you know? Yeah. That's actually something that I talked, that I was talking to my boyfriend about who is uh, also Jewish. And he was talking about how he doesn't really do the fasting mm-hmm. and I understand it, but it's, for me, it's more so just like I went to Jewish day school for, yeah. for nearly a decade and my, my family were all relatively secular, but it's just like, I just would feel weird if I did eat like a sandwich mm-hmm. during Passover or if I really ate more than just like, oh, if I really was feeling faint, like having more than like a glass of water or yeah. just like a little something to uh, keep me okay. Yeah. I think there's also like, I don't know, like a sense of community when you're doing it. For sure. Yeah. And I think that's also, a, I mean, that's a reason that people can uh, convert yeah. to Judaism because it's just. I, you know, we're, I, I'm proud of who I am. One of us. One (laughs) of us. Oh, are you talking about the documentary? Oh yeah. Future episode. Um, (laughs) I promise we'll have less pitches for future episodes, uh, in future episodes. Mm, Maybe. We'll find out. There might be an episode Um, of just pitches. (laughs) But yeah, so that's, that's kind of a, uh, a one-on-one, if you will, through conversion. So yeah. I don't. Uh, th- so far, no rabbis have reached out and said this can be the first step in conversion is listening to just the Jew of us. But yeah, you know, consider what? me a conversion convert. I am, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, Thanks. So yeah, so that's uh, that's really all we have uh, to talk mm-hmm. about today. But uh, join us in two weeks for our next episode. Uh, so I guess we should say that what we say at the end of every so- every episode. Shabbat, Shabbat shalom. shalom.